Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Sheffield Digital Podcast. I'm Ian Broom and I'm joined by directors Chris Diamond and Mel Kanarek. Welcome back, Mel. Thank you. Later on in the show, we're going to be sharing some of the news from around Sheffield's digital sector, of which there is plenty this time around. Uh, But first we have uh, an interview that we recorded with uh, Robin Wood via Skype. He's the founder of SteelCon, a hackercon for anyone who is interested in how things work, how things can be broken and how they can be fixed. So welcome, Robin. Hi. Can you um, tell us a little bit about you and your background? Uh, yeah, I'm a freelance security um, researcher and uh, penetration tester. So I do, an uh, easy way to describe it is I break into banks for a living. <laughs> uh, Best job description ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a pretty good one. You've been doing this for a long time, Robin, haven't you? Yeah, I, I started off as a developer, moved into web app developing and then uh, shifted into security. I think I've been in it now for probably a good 10 years or so. What was it about security that attracted you? Um, curiosity. Yeah. Can I get this system to do something it's not supposed to? Or how can I bypass something that somebody's put in place? Yeah. And were you always freelance? No, I did. I've been on and off freelance most of the time I'm working. I, uh, well, I've probably done most of my t- time has been freelance, but I've done a, a couple of stints employed. Yeah, fantastic. So um, tell us a little bit about SteelCon and how it came to exist. Uh, we're about to do our fifth year. So we started in 2014. Uh, I'd always said, I've, I've been to a lot of security conferences that obviously other people have been running. And I'd always said, if I was going to run one, I would call it SteelCom. And right. uh, it's because of uh, Sheffield and it's a uh, nice herit- steel heritage. <laughs> um, and I, I don't really remember telling anybody about it. It was just something I thought was in my head. And then I went to do a talk for a friend of mine down in Nottingham. And in the bar afterwards, he said, so when are you going to run Steelcom? Like, uh, okay, we'll do it next year. <laughs> that was it. And then, Never agree to things in a bar. <laughs> yeah. and, and somehow in that next year or so, um, three of us got together. Me, Neil Richardson, who works at the union as another security tester, and Mike Woodhead, who's got a uh, security company up in Leeds, the three of us got together and um, we made it all happen. And what kind of things happen at the event? Um, this year, we've, we've expanded a little bit each year. So first year, we start off with 150 people and it was a track of talks. I think we had, a, we had two tracks or maybe, maybe one and a half tracks. And then... In the outside area, we had a lockpick village, so a place where people can come and learn how to pick locks, um, get around combination locks, that kind of thing. Second year, we grew a bit. We got to 300 people, brought in. Um, we, we had sponsors the first year, but we got vendors in with booths, so they were putting on event, uh, little activities and stuff. And then last two years, we've had paid training beforehand, so starting this Tuesday, we've got uh, 
couple of our sponsors coming in and running uh, some really good training courses. Friday, we have a set of free workshops. So anybody who's got a ticket for the main event can come along to the workshops on Friday. And that's a mix of everything from sort of sysadmin stuff, setting up um, SSL certificates. Uh, I think we've got a bit of social engineering, some malicious USB attacks, all sorts of things with that. Then Saturday is the main event. and uh, We've got uh, three tracks of talks. We've got uh, loads of activities going on outside the talks as well that people will only find out about on the day because we everybody gets a goodie bag when they turn up. And mm-hmm. uh, that goodie bag will have certain key things in it this year that uh, that could be used for activities. Ooh. So it yeah. all sounds very secret and, and interesting. <laughs> it is. We, we never release what our badges will be mm-hmm. until the day. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to make it a free event. Uh, keep it flat so anybody can turn up anybody you don't have to be sort of rich to to get in but the problem is as soon as you do a free event everybody grabs tickets and there's no incentive to return them Mm. or to to get rid of them if you don't if you can't make it so we put a price on it we said £25 that gets you your entry ticket Uh, but in return for that you will get a goodie bag that is worth about £25 so you get your money back and at that value, well, most people can afford it. Even your students can get in um, and you get some free money. And because we're buying 450 sets, 450 people this year, 450 sets of 20, 25 pound goodie bags, we've got quite a bit of buying power. Yeah. So I've been to some of the big wholesalers and imports and said, look, I want 450 of these, please give me a price. Like, oh, yeah, OK, we'll do that. Uh, so yeah, so we we got some quite good goodie bags. Yeah. In past in the past, we've had uh, lock picks, books. We usually have some regional delicacies. So one year we had uh, Henderson's relish in there. Of course, uh, I I had about I don't know if that was one hundred and fifty attendee a year or three hundred year, but I had all those bottles stacked in my garage for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Interested smell. <laughs> I think I've got like about five or six bottles of Henderson's from various conferences and events around Sheffield over the last decade, sitting at home with custom labels and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it, it's always good. So it's, we we have we have the event on uh, on Saturday. Lots of it's mostly the talk, the stuff on the, the side of it. We also have a kids track, mm-hmm. so twenty five uh, twenty kids come in, and um, Pimeroni are helping us with that this year. Yeah. they're doing oh, crypto taking stuff apart learning to solder loads of fun stuff and uh, that's all sponsored by the british computer society Excellent. And what they get is they do stuff on the day and get to take home virtually everything they've played with so as a couple of years ago they got a full raspberry pi set up wow. so initially we right. were just you know, play with the pie and that's it well we don't want to be storing anything and it's all paid for yeah. so let's give them the pie to take home but yeah. if you take the pie home then they're going to turn up with this little box that they're then going to have to go mom dad buy me some cables <laughs> so here's pie here's the hdmi cable a keyboard a controller the whole lot 
so the kids actually get out of it more than uh, the adults do in the end. Right, they get a whole yeah whole computer to take home with it. Yeah, that year they did. This year they get in uh, a load more other stuff. Right, and and is that is that a twenty five pound ticket as well for the kids? No, <laughs> no, they get. Uh, I think it was fifteen quid this year. Right. So they take fifteen. It's so the the kids even more it's, value. It's, oh yeah, it, it's basically the generosity of the British Computer Society. Yeah. So oh, that's that done. So so this is this is um. Because uh, I met with you a couple of years ago, didn't I, Robin? And we talked about the event and what Sheffield Digital could do to promote it. And then there's absolutely no point us promoting it at all because you sell out inside like the first month of announcing it. How, uh, how, how quickly did you sell out this year, actually? Is that well, true or not true? Yeah, that was definitely true. At the end of last year's conference, I put 10 tickets on Eventbrite and just said, don't have a date, don't have a venue, don't have anything, get them. And they'd gone within minutes. Yeah through the year just to keep things interesting every now and then i'll throw up some random tickets onto eventbrite <laughs> i i'll either mention something or i'll just keep quiet and people find them people yeah. have written scripts to scrape eventbrite people <laughs> I, I, i've seen people asking for steelcon tickets in like my formula one journalism <laughs> feed yeah i i usually drop some around christmas new year's day so I've, I've released, uh, I did 18 for 18 at one minute past midnight on New Year's Day. Uh, they sold within half an hour. That's amazing. And and you've done all this, the three of you, in your own time, haven't you? I mean, you, yeah. you're, you've all, you all work for other people and do other things. And this is just something you've made happen uh, off your own bad. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pe- occasionally get people saying, "Oh, how much do you make out of this?" What? what do you- <laughs> no, this costs us a fortune in time and running round and, and all sorts. Oh, that's just but that's so impressive. We we just do it for the fun of it. It's we get to organise a, a weekend of party that we want to go to. Yeah, yeah, that's and how it's, it's always seemed to me. It's like it's your event, like. Yes. Or the community's event, you know, this is the thing that you want to do. So, you know, yeah. any, any suggestion that comes from people for, to do something you're kind of open to. Yeah, we, uh, we sort of watch, the, watch Twitter and, uh, and see what people are talking about each year. And uh, last couple of years, we've had a, a thing in the opening where it's, I bet you wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> One girl said, uh, I've been dragged along by my boyfriend to the event and it's my birthday, but go on, I've said I'll go. So we pulled her down in the opening. Oh, yeah, we pulled her down in the opening and gave her a bottle of bubbly and a, a, slash and a birthday badge. Aww. <laughs> uh, we did stuff like that. Right, just, just because you'd spotted it on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that, so, certain yeah. other things have been given out as well, but uh, I think a cactus is the most unusual one. <laughs> So, so what's your ambition for SteelCon? Where's it going to go? Um, we we can't grow it because we've already maxed out Hallam. So yeah, we're based at Hallam Uni. Yeah, and there's, there's no, yeah uh, no, we're in the main one, oh, okay. um, Norfolk and, and that lot, mm. the Pennine Lecture Theatre, Pennine Peak, and, and one of the others. But we we've maxed them out. We've maxed out the atrium area, which is where we have the lunch and the, the social side of it. Uh, people have said, oh, we just just get a different venue, release more tickets. Uh, we can't do it. We've thought about every different place where we could uh, potentially host it. We've got City Hall 
hasn't really got the right stuff. Mm. Uh, we can't take any of the cinemas because they're not going to give us a full day on a Saturday. Um, mm. Roxy Disco might be big enough, but not really set up for it. McCure St. Paul's or whatever it's called now off the Peace Gardens. They might be able to take us, but they're going to want way more money than we can afford. Yeah. We, we've just maxed out the area. Mm. So... We're, we're happy with it. The other thing we worked out is that for each extra attendee, it's costing us 10 to 15 quid. So if we had an extra 100, peop- uh, yeah, an extra 100 people on, that's uh, an extra 1,500 quid we've got to find. Right. You're going to yeah. bring sponsor in. Mm. And at the moment, yeah, we'd have to raise quite a bit of extra cash. The overhead for organising it doesn't go up too much, but it, it goes up. Mm. So... I think we're fairly happy where we are at the moment. Mm. You, you mentioned selling out. We did the three main drops of tickets sold out in under 10 seconds. So, yeah, it's insanely want- popular. And, it, and it's, I mean, you know, there's, there's not that many other big cyber conferences in the north, are there? The, the only other one is B-Sides Manchester, yeah. which is sometime in August this year. Um, so yeah, there's the two of us. Oh, besides Leeds launched early this year as well. Okay. So they they they're growing. There there are there are more events coming on. So um, I recently helped pull together um, a bunch of people who work in cybersecurity to come to a meeting at Sheffield Hallam with the purpose of talking about how do we establish some kind of call it in inverted commas hub for people working in the industry just to communicate better locally and to try and um, highlight the amount of expertise that there is in and around Sheffield and and raise the profile of the industry. And there were all sorts of different people there, people from the police force, people from the universities, people from companies, that kind of thing. Um, And one of the things that one of the people there suggested is that we need to take an event like InfoSec and create InfoSec North. What mm. do you think about that? Uh, InfoSec itself is a trade show. Yeah. So if we put one of those on up here, I, I don't think an InfoSec would work mm. because that, that would be more selling business to business sales things. Mm. Um, something we tried a while ago was uh, a monthly meetup. There's an organization called OWASP, mm. which yeah. is the Open Web App um, Security Group. And they will help sponsor and set up local groups that run once a month. And we tried setting one of those up. And we, we got interested in it, but we just didn't have the time to keep it running. Okay. So yeah. I, I think something like that would be better than a, a single one-off event. So you, you need but, another organizer. Yeah, because it would, you, it would you need, need to concentrate on the on the big conference. Yeah, you, you'd need somebody it. who'd be happy to run it each month. Yeah. And I know there are quite a few of the smaller conferences. I've, I've spent smaller events. I've spoken at um, a couple of little local monthly things. Mm. So there are, they, they do work. They get sort of 10, 20 people or so each month. I think something like that would be better than a big, big one-off yeah. uh, trade show. Yeah. But having said that, a, a, a more, rather than a trade show, some kind of giant networking event 
aimed more business level would be would be mm. good. Okay. So, yeah. One, one of the things that strikes me about your expansion issue is is it's kind of similar to what Docfest had, and and Doc, you know Doc, Docfest's approach ultimately was to just was to do lots of different things in different venues around the city. So they, yeah. they, they opened up and, and, you know, took advantage of venues that are, you kind of don't normally consider. Like, yeah. Um, so, so I don't know that, you know, if, if your base is at Hallam and, and you've got that space and you've maxed it out, there might, there might be opportunities to do individual events, you know, outside of it a little bit, or, you know, have a, have a networking thing up at the, up at the, um, uh, the, post office and, and if it's Helen Square or um, yeah or at Ponds Forge or you know there, there might be some other opportunities to do that yeah the only, the only problem with that from our point of view is getting people between them yeah yeah so you've got sort of your, your hour-long talks uh, I think we've got about six or seven talks back to back during the day if you're going to have people wandering backwards and forwards between things it might not work too well but yeah yeah it anyway. might work. We'll have a look at it. Yeah. Well, it is, you've, you've turned it into like a four or five day event as it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're okay for time, I want to sort of ask you a couple of other questions just generally about yeah. how you see the cybersecurity scene, as it were, in Sheffield at the moment. Do you think there is one? Uh, not that I know of. Not much. Um I, I probably know more people from around the world in security than I do in Sheffield. Mm. But I've, having said that, I know the Hallam have got their Shuhak Sock, the student society, yeah. that was fairly active last time I looked at it. And uh, I know some of the bigger companies have got security teams in Sheffield. Yeah. It, it, let that go fast. Uh, <laughs> That's okay, that's outside our window. <laughs> It wasn't me, Gav, honest. <laughs> uh, HSBC have got a team there. Skybet do some security yeah. work out of Sheffield. So, yeah, there, there's probably are, there probably are quite a few security yeah. people in the area. We now have one of but, the only schools in the country that has a cybersecurity ops centre in a secondary school at Olympic Legacy Park. Yeah. 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 And, and Hallam's yeah. got their SOC as well now. Yeah, that's yeah. recent. Yeah. And, okay. So yeah, and I then, think that's the thing that if we could get some kind of monthly get together mm, going, you'd see what there is, find out about it, and yeah, there, there probably are a lot more security people in Sheffield than you'd you'd realise. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really useful feedback for me because it's something I'm trying to do is to get a group of people together and get something happening regularly. So I'll make sure we keep you posted. Yeah. Um, if and you just, need help getting it out and advertising it, we've got. Uh, We've got plenty of channels to uh, to advertise it. That's fantastic. I'll take you up on that for sure. Um, so just one last question, which is one of those great big global ones, is where where do you see security heading and what do you think the next set of threats are going to look like? Uh, where <laughs> it's heading, it's, it's always going to be an issue. There are always going to be attacks going on. Um, no idea what the next big thing is. So it's whatever the uh, the big companies pour their money into next. Mm. So at the moment, there's a lot of IoT uh, risks, and that's the big hotness. Um, yeah, I don't, don't really know where the next one's going. I don't think we'll ever win in security. There'll never be a point where everything's locked down, everything's secure. Mm. 
it's just a case of keep keep fighting it. We're we're definitely getting better. Um, individual machines are getting harder to get into. The the big vendors are generally getting better. I'm sure people would argue that that there are still some dreadful uh, systems out there, but I I think stuff is generally getting better. It's yeah. make, making it harder for uh, people to get in. They have to think a bit harder and work a bit harder. But the the ticketmaster situations are not going to go away soon. No. <laughs> now, if, if if somebody wants to get into somewhere, they will. Yeah. Um. In in some way or another, they they will find a way in. Yeah. Okay. Good note to end on that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Very cheery. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, thank you so much for your time yeah, and, and for putting up with us and um, keep in touch. And and we hope SteelCon is a huge success. Yeah. Thanks very much. All right. And, uh, stay in touch. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye. So first up in our news section, um, the uh, our annual member meetup. That's not what it's called. Annual, annual. General. I can't even say annual. I'm blaming the jet lag for all the <laughs> stupid things I say today. Uh, our annual general meetup. Indeed, that's the seventh. That's going to be happening on the 11th of July. I think yep. we mentioned it in the last episode. We've definitely been talking about it on social media. Um, how's it all going? What's the plan? Uh, it's going really well. <laughs> there's kind of a plan. <laughs> yeah. No, there's there's definitely a plan. Um, so we've got about 60 people who signed up already, but there are a whole bunch of individual members and company members who haven't registered yet. So please, please do, because we need to know numbers for catering and beer yeah. and drinks and so on. Um, so Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about what's going to happen? Yeah, so um, I think we're going to put out um, a more more of a scheduled description next week. Um, we had our board meeting on Wednesday, and we talked through what we're going to do in the three hours we've got between six and nine. Um, uh, I think it's probably worth saying that there's not going to be too much being talked at. Absolutely. Um, so we're expecting to spend the first half hour chatting and networking and arriving, and then a half an hour of us. Um, talking about you know the state of play and what we've achieved and what we want to achieve and getting everybody set up um and then more chatting drinking talking eating mm. um but we also we also want to provide an opportunity for people to to feedback as well so there's going to be lots of opportunity to discuss the things that we've that we presented and the things that are going on with other people at, at tables um and then we're providing ways of, of um, people feeding that information back to us and commenting on stuff. Yeah. So, you know, rather than it being very workshoppy, it's going to be much more loose than that. Yeah. And I think it should be good fun. So it's going to be really informal. It's going to be a great opportunity to catch up with people you haven't seen in a while, meet people you haven't met before, mm. um, talk to all of the directors and, you know, generally celebrate how far we've come in three years mm -hmm. and then talk about, okay, where are we going to go next yeah. now that we've built this thing? Uh, what else do we want to do? How do we want to drive it? Yeah. Um, and so we need people's input, yeah. but we're going to do it in a fun, loose, laid back kind of a way. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's also an opportunity for us to talk about the resources we've got and, and what we're doing with the with the money, the membership money that people are paying. So, yeah. you know, if you're a member, if you're a company member or individual member and you're not signed up yet, you know, please come along if you can um, or, you know, uh, find someone in, in your company to come and attend yeah. um, because uh, we want to hear from you and we want to be able to tell you what we're doing. 
So what we can do is let people know where the event's going to be, because when mm. we sent the original invitation out, we hadn't firmed those details up. That's right. So it's going to be at the Sheffield Institute of the Arts, mm -hmm. which is the old post office mm -hmm. building on Fitzallen Square. And we're really grateful to Sheffield Hallam because they're providing the venue, the venue to yeah. us at no charge. So um, if you've been to that building, you'll know how great it is. If you haven't been, I really recommend coming down because it's an amazing space. It's going to be a really good place place for us fantastic and uh, just yesterday we had some uh, marvelous news um and uh, and officially certainly since i've been involved <laughs> with sheffield digital our most tweeted retweeted and liked <laughs> post on on twitter by Was some it? distance yeah. which i think is the measure of all good things <laughs> uh, it's all that counts here yeah. indeed and so what is this news oh it's the, the news that bgi are coming to sheffield that's the british games institute mm -hmm. um it's amazing news. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's we knew that it was happening. Um, we've known well. There's been we've known there's been discussions for a while, and we 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 knew that they were setting up something. What I didn't realise is that um, they're putting their headquarters there, um, and they're scaling back the um, the National Video Games Museum in Nottingham and transferring it to Sheffield, which is quite a coup. Yes. <laughs> So in your face, Nottingham, <laughs> in the nicest possible way. Um, but but it's it's kind of like we, we know several people that have gone to Nottingham to do inward investment over there, so we are chuckling quite a bit. Ah, uh, but but no, in a way, it's like games coming home, though, isn't it? Because we, it the is. city's got such a long established pedigree yeah. in games and and game development and game yeah. design. It really makes sense, and the fact that it's going to be in Castle Collider. House, mm. so in Collider is fantastic because it'll be an extra reason for all sorts of different kinds of people to come into the space. Yeah, I'm really hoping that it, I mean, it solves one of the problems that we've kind of seen um, and have been concerned about, which is how do you attract people? How do you attract families and young kids? And how do you, how do you make it buzz? You know, you need more than just a cafe and some co-working. So to have an actual visitor attraction in the building is going to be amazing. I mean, you know, it's kind of more than we hope for, really. Um, what occurs to me as well is Nottingham have a big games festival yes. as well, don't Game they? City, yeah. So I wonder if we can also try not steal. No, no. <laughs> Chris is looking at me. With no, no, no. I'm just of not, course not the same thing occurred to me it, as well. Not but, steal yeah. it, but you know, if if we've got the Games Institute and we've got the yeah. location, then. The next thing would be some kind of yeah proper event. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Game City, but it is amazing. Yeah, um, I've never so managed. So it's like loads of different venues just, just open their spaces for for um, games makers to come and use to give talks to demo stuff. It's it's you know mm. it's really festival like, mm. and it, it happens in lots of places in Nottingham. So I really recommend people go and check it out. Um, but yeah, to do something similar to that here would be great. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the appetite is. I mean, it, it, they're opening relatively quickly, right? So at end of October, 2018 yeah. is, is, is when it's going to be, is when they, they've set the date. I mean, so. in term, in terms I don't know where it's going to fit. I, I was joking, obviously, about the, the retweets and likes, but I thought it was interesting that it, that, I know it is big news, but we've, we've, you know, we've, We've launched big news before and it's not had the same response. So it suggested that yeah, this, there's, this is... Yeah, there's a massive appetite for it. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it, you know, the people people like Mark Hardesty and, and and others that have been, you know, in the in the Sheffield games sector for, for years and years, you know, Jacob Habgood at, at Hallam and, um, and the guys at Sumo, 
and everybody that you know everybody that all came out of gremlin way back in the day you know they've they've been they've wanted the city to take um the games industry seriously here for a long time because there's so much that could be done with games you know it's, it's such a motivating force for kids to get involved in games um and you know there's despite all of the pedigree and all of the hard work that has been put in by individuals for decades around this, you know, it's never been something that the city has taken hold of and turned into, into what it really should. Um, and so to land the headquarters of the, of the British Games Institute in the city, I think is absolutely massive. You know, I know, I know the BGI is a small organization and there's been lots and lots of play around the channel four bid and stuff like that. But, you know, if you look 20, 20 years out, you know, 15, 20 years out, and you think where the games industry could be next to where television is likely to be, um, or how the content industries are converging and, and, and what, that, what that is going to be like, to have the British Games Institute located here in Sheffield is going to count for a hell of a lot, I think. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, so we're hoping to get uh, Ian Simons from mm. the BGI mm -hmm to uh, come and talk to us, maybe even come on the podcast and yes. tell us more about what it means, what they're going to yeah. be doing and what sort of opportunities is going to open up for the city. Yeah, yeah, what it means in practice. Yeah. That would be great. Fantastic. Um, oh, and just quickly to add to that is Sumo are celebrating their anniversary 15 years, for 15 yeah. years mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, they've got a little exhibition at the workstation of, of some of their design work, which is worth checking out. Uh, I think I think that ends it, today. Does that we, end today? As okay. We record. Sorry, However, podcast people. For those live streamers, this yeah. is a, <laughs> it's a perk. <laughs> well, I might, might nip round with a with the take a little video of it. Oh, then, that'd be a good idea this afternoon before yeah. it closes. Fantastic! Yeah. I'll I'll put that in the show notes. Um, uh, next item: Spearman Rhino. Perfect segue. Yes, yeah. <laughs> from 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 the highs <laughs> from the highs to the. <laughs> Hmm, not quite sure. So, so we learned that um, Sheffield City Council's licensing body have renewed Spearmint Rhino's license. Yeah, I think there was a big bun fight at the town hall last week with um, both sides arguing. Mm. We're not, you know, debating, uh, presenting their cases. Um, I think the kind of the anti-lobby had more support than it ever has before. Um, and I, I think it's a tricky one because I think from 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 our standpoint, and we and I've said we don't really have an official policy on this, but um, that that building is is basically just a bit of a black hole in in the middle of the CIQ because um, mm. it's it's closed all day uh, and only opens up at night. Um, obviously, there's a whole there's, there's issues around um, you know how it appears to people and whether people feel safe going past there at night and and these kind of things. But ultimately, it's a it's a blooming great building right in the middle of of, of Hallam's campus and the yeah. CIQ, opposite the new site gallery that's opening in Sheffield, opposite the workstation, next to the hubs where the children's media conference is going to be. And there's a strip club right next door um, that isn't open, so it's not even a venue we can use. And we we really need more venues and, and places for people to go and and meet and drink, you know, after hours. Um, but not a strip club that doesn't open till eleven o'clock or something. Yeah. So um, for those... It's in the wrong place. Yeah, for those That's people who, who don't know where it is, um, it's on 
what's called Festival Square, but is is known as Pinball, Pinball. Square mm. as well. So um, across the square from the hubs, across the road from the site gallery and the workstation. So it's prime. when it's, it's yeah, it's Absolutely a real sore location. thumb is probably the best way to describe it. Mm. Anyway. Um, Next time it comes up for renewal, we'll, we'll make sure the community knows and yeah. maybe we can put our case again. It, there's a limit to what, what, what case we can kind of put, isn't, isn't there? Well, yeah, I think there is. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get into the detail. I wrote a post, post about it, which um, people can go and refer to. But yeah, yeah we, you, you know, it's, it's difficult to complain about it on some of those grounds. So most of the people that are being putting complaints in are talking about how it's impacted on them specifically but if any companies have got any examples of how whether if they can evidence how its presence has impacted on them as a business that will that will count mm. so even if it's a comments from a from a festival goer at Docfest, you know about the fact that they feel uncomfortable about it or or whatever yeah you know i mean you know there, there, there was there was another approach to be taken which is to to open the place up and to, to use it as a venue and to, you know, and to make it part of the community. But, I mean, you know, I, it would be kind of difficult to do that given the amount of protest there is about it being there in the first place for reasons that are not related to place and yeah. business. Yeah. Okay. Um, another tremendous segue. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the Sheffield Women in Tech events. All right. <laughs> Mm. This is so well planned. Yeah, we, yeah, we maybe need to look at our uh, running order. Um, so back to the highs again. Um, so Sheffield Women in Tech or ChefWit, uh, first event was uh, this Wednesday evening, just gone past. Uh, it was fantastic. Um, all It sold out. Um, it was kind of a drop-in event from... Uh, late afternoon through into the evening there was a steady stream of people through the doors um it was there was a fantastic vibe in in the room um lots of people meeting other people they hadn't met before there was some great uh, activities and uh people putting ideas and connections and all kinds of things down and i think apart from the fact that i was just so thrilled to see something we've been talking about for a long time happen um which just makes me extremely happy but it happened and the response to it shows that it's really really wanted there's a real demand for a group for women in tech in Sheffield um so what will happen next is the sort of steering group are going to get together and go through all the feedback that we got at the event and all the ideas that we collected at the event, um, set some priorities, set some, okay, these are the things that we're going to try and make happen over the next few months. Um, and as soon as that is done, then of course I will share that. I'll, you know, make sure there's a blog post and all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it gave me... Lots of warm, fuzzy feelings to be there on Wednesday evening um, and see so many fantastic people, including men there. I was going to say, how, I, I, I really wanted to go, but I mm. couldn't because I was looking after the kids. Yeah. Um, I was the same. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know. Is a very, is very good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there, there were a few men there. Um, which I was really pleased to see. I wasn't there for the whole duration, so I may have missed some people. Um, again, I'm pleading jet lag. I was there for about an hour. Um, but yes, and, and we want to stress that 
while it's called Sheffield Women in Tech, it's for anybody who's interested in advancing women in technology in the city. So you don't have to identify as a woman in order to be part of what we're doing or to have ideas or feedback or to take a role. Um, we aim to be fully inclusive. I think um, it's been, um, we've kind of documented it on this podcast, really. It's been really uh, amazing to it's see formation. something go, go, go from, even in just the conversation, in fact, if anyone wants to go back and listen to them in order... <laughs> Good luck. Uh, but you can probably, you can, you can kind of trace, you kind of just have being frustrated to mentioning the idea to then we, uh, uh, you had the meeting and we blog post and then, you know, before you know it, a few months down the line, you have this you know, yeah. incredible demand for, for something like that. And so I, I do want to take this opportunity to shout out to the women who did all the organising of the event because I basically said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm off for three weeks. See yeah. ya. <laughs> um, but, uh, You're an ideas woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I aspire to be an ideas woman and not have to do anything ever again. Um, no, there, there were a bunch of women who worked really hard on a really short time scale um, in order to make the event happen, make sure people knew about it, get us awesome stickers. I have my first ever sticker on my laptop. I'm so proud. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I won't list names, but a shout out to all of them and, and a thanks from me to make my dream come true. I'm sure on their behalf they would say and thank you to you too in this situation, but they're not here, so I'll do it for them. And you can't speak for them, Ian, okay. as, as you know. Okay. <laughs> So is, is there is there another is there another um, meeting scheduled? Is, is there I'm sure that there the will be. Right. Like we don't we don't have anything planned. Okay. But one of the uh, we had a big sheet of paper where which was kind of like tell us what you think we should be doing. And there, one of them was a regular meetup, and lots of people were putting plus ones, plus ones, plus ones on that. So I'd be extremely surprised if that didn't happen. Sweet. Uh, one thing I'd like to mention is um, I've been working with. Uh, the UTC over the last few weeks, um, basically to come up with a, a proper um, employer engagement plan. Um, that's UTC City, so the Creative and Digital Media course at the UTC, um, which is, um, you know, uh, year nines to GCSE and post-16 to A-level. Um, and uh, one of the ways to get involved is that there's going to be a mentor morning on Friday the 13th of July. So I just want to give a shout out to that. So if you work in content um, or games um, or anything to do with digital media production, um, then there are two slots on that Friday morning to go and talk to the students. Um, and, you know, the more the more employers, people that work in the industry that are there that can sort of explain to their kids, like, these are the jobs this is what I do. This is how I got into it, the better. Um, but we're, they're also trying to organize or, or in the process of organizing an employer breakfast on the 18th of July to invite um, creative and digital media and content companies um, to come to the UTC to have breakfast and to just have a conversation about um, what kinds of things that they, they could get involved in next year so 18 19 um school year mm. so i just want to highlight that and um, there's going to be a post about it i'm sure uh, and more stuff shortly um fantastic 
Anything else? Yes. A few right, I, I thought there was going to be on to the next thing, but I could sense from you that there was no, more. No, no, no. That, that's it for that. That's okay. For that. But um, you can intro the next thing if you like. Just going to say that the Sheffield seems like it's buzzing at the moment, if you forgive the uh, the parlance. Sounds like there's so much going it on. Is, but you've skipped the entire stuff about the fact that Sheffield, that Dot Sheffield didn't win the <laughs> So, I mean, you could talk about how it's buzzing and the fact that we didn't win an award at the end. But I was doing a bit of a shit sandwich. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did that earlier on, so we can hand over yeah, someone's right. We can have two, <laughs> two shit sandwiches, and now do I have to believe that? I don't know. No, it's all right. Yeah, I, like I, I was so I was at the Digital Leaders Awards ceremony last Thursday, along with um, Mark Gannon from the council and Katie Atwood and um, a bunch of others, um, to you know to drink free champagne and find out whether we'd won um, the Digital Leader Award for um, cross sectoral collaboration of the year. Um, uh, and we didn't, obviously. Who did? Do you know what? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't, that much champagne, I don't even huh? Remember. I th- I think it was London. It was yeah, a, it was a, boring. A, it, was a, it was London, Birmingham, Manchester, and they were all kind of Snore. different things about different things. Um, but no, we didn't. In fact, they were they were they were we were right at the back, <laughs> so we were already, already like, well, either either we've obviously not won, or like we've we've, we've won the big one, or they wanted to do an incredible <laughs> entrance. Got, exactly, we got the longest. We got the longest march of. Of, of, of fame um, but no we didn't win and and the two other people that were up for awards at our table they didn't win either so you know um, but it was a great night and it was really great to meet people there um, and it was really good recognition anyway because um, Dot Chef is uh, now a member of the Digital Leaders one, Top uh, 100 so um, uh, yeah it's got that accolade and, and it's on the map and you know it was really interesting looking at London Tech Week um, last week was it or week before um, last week I think and uh, to see how many elements of their collaboration and what they're doing around um, the term connected digital city, you know, smart London, um, reflects what we've what we're doing here. So there's, there's some of the things like using Trello boards to, to surface all of the projects that are going on in the city to the public um, that we've kind of pioneered, if you like, and, mm. and, and they've announced. Um, so yeah, it's all good. Is the Dot Chef? website live yes it is yeah it, we are dot chef dot org dot uk yeah also i mean I've, i think i mentioned this before but um that the coalition was kind of engaged to back the city's 5g bid and i heard from from mark and and david and the guys who were pulling the bid together that um, the city managed to compile over 50 letters of support from organizations around the city in inside like a three week period, yeah, which is that's what it's about. That's why it's so powerful. Like you know, you can galvanise people's input and and effort to get behind something at short notice. Um, you know, and where central government does this and funding bodies do this, they they put the timescales short because it's only the only the, the consortia with the resources the, and who are serious about this who can respond adequately. Yeah. Um, and so I think you know it's shifted Sheffield into that bracket of places that can respond adequately in a short timescale. Yeah, and that's uh, something you know, we struggled with in the past, isn't it? With. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's kind of it's proved its value to the people that have kind of got involved and have backed it, and mm. I, I think. Yeah, it's uh, it's impressive. I, I, yeah. I have no idea where that stacks up compared with other places that also put a bid in. Whether fifty three or whatever it was is 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 particularly good or average or whatever, but it feels like a lot. Like 
you know, any kind of public sector funding application effort that manages to get 50 individual letters, you know, letters, these are not templates that people have just signed. Yeah. These are specific letters of support explaining how a particular organisation is going to engage with the bid and the, and the technology if it's delivered. So. so we watch this space. Yeah. I don't know if you two have heard... But Sheffield is buzzing. It, there's a buzz about the place. There's a buzz about is the place. Really? <laughs> it's just something that I've heard about. Is it the honeybees on top of the university? It could be. It could be. <laughs> or could it be digital buzz? <laughs> there is a digital buzz. There is. There's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. I mean, this is a great, this is a great time of year. Yeah. A um, couple of weeks after DocFest and the uh, alternate realities. Um, but we've got... We've got um, Games Britannia this week. We've got SteelCon that we talked to Robin about. We've got Digifest next Monday. Yes. Children's Media Conference next week. Yes. Playground. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got? And the Sumo Retrospective oh, yes, the sumo that's retro- finished, finished today. This, <laughs> finished today. That's true. Yeah, so there's a whole load of things all that kind of coalesce around this. This and, and they have done for quite a few years, um, but you know, new stuff has been added to it. So, mm. so Digifest is in its second year. Yeah, Playground is in its third year. Yeah. Um, so it just seems that this is like a really great time of year, and I, I think maybe going forward, we could do more to turn it into something of a festival. Whisper it, a festival. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> One day that dream will come true as it well. Will. <laughs> So that was the news, and this is the events. You have travelled magically in time, because we were asked to leave the room. We weren't asked to leave the room, that's not true. We just, our time was up. We had to move on. So I'm back now, alone, in a shed, telling you about upcoming events in the Sheffield region. So, we have, from the 3rd until the 7th, so that's starting today as I speak, .NET Chef, this evening, Lightning Talks. And we have the Visualization for Empowerment and Efficiency event, which is also on the 3rd, which is today. We have the Children's Media Conference, as mentioned earlier, uh, which is from the 3rd and until the 5th, so the next couple of days in Sheffield. And we have Playground. We had Emma Cooper on the podcast uh, last episode talking about Playground, free exhibition of interactive art for children and families that runs from today until the 8th, so the 3rd of July until the 8th of July. Um, on the 6th, we have Algo Rave Sheffield. On the 10th, we have WordPress Sheffield. 11th, we have Equal Experts, which is Expert Talks Sheffield. On the 12th of July, it's a workshop which is about energy-efficient embedded machine vision with FPGAs, very favourite topic of mine. Uh, on the 13th of uh, July, we have uh, mentor mo- uh, the Mentor Morning at the UTC City, which is something Chris was talking about earlier on the show. On the 18th, it's the Employer Breakfast for Creative Digital Media Firms at UTC City, also mentioned by Chris, I think. On the 19th, it's the uh, it's Sheffield PHP, regular meetup. The 26th of the 7th is Leg Up Social, so the latest, um, latest Leg Up Social. And then Front End Sheffield, also on the 26th of the 7th, which is July, as you well know. Um, and that's it. So much going on this month. It's crazy. Uh, uh, and Geek Brekkie, of course, every Friday morning um, we have Greek Geek Brekkie, which is uh, kind of organised by Sheffield Digital, but not really because there isn't any organising that needs to be done. People just turn up at nine o'clock from nine o'clock at uh, Tampa Coffee for a, a good chat and um, and some 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 nice delicious pastries and stuff, um, optional. 
Uh, before we go, uh, just an update for um, on memberships. So uh, we always thank our new members. Uh, since the last time we recorded, we have uh, Paul Waldron, uh, we have Matt Hill and Alexandra Scrivener. A huge thank you to them. Um, and Dave Chaston, or Chaston, not sure, Chaston, uh, who has renewed his membership. A big thank you to and uh, new company members, uh, members Train X. Um, so a huge thank you to all of those people who have signed up. And uh, they are now eligible to attend the AGM, of course, the annual general meetup. Um, we'd love to see you there. Shout out to our sponsors. As always, we have Erwin Mitchell, Shorts, Sheffield College, North Coders, and Benchmark. If you want to do the sensible thing and subscribe to the Sheffield Digital Podcast, you can do so in Apple Podcasts or whichever app takes your fancy. So we have Overcast for iOS. Uh, we recommend Pocket Casts on um, Android, although it's everywhere else too, um, or whatever, whichever you prefer. To find out more, go to sheffield.digital slash podcast. And um, we always post the show notes. I don't know how many people read them, but uh, I spend quite some time going through all the things we talked about and including links to them um, wherever, wherever possible. So if you find this particular episode on the Sheffield Digital website, you'll um, find all those things too. That's it. Spread the word. Tell your mates. We'll speak to you soon. Bye.